Welcome to the Launch Your Blog Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McManus. I used to be a full-time tax accountant and CPA with a whole lot of limiting beliefs and I can'ts whenever I thought about starting my own business. Fast forward a few months and I quit my job after starting and growing my first blog to six figures in just a year. This is my space to share and yours to listen and grow about how to build and scale your own blogging business and design a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're doing awesome today. I am bringing you another episode in the SEO world today. This is going to be part two of our talking about SEO strategy. And of course, I brought back Noah Riggs, our resident SEO expert. Hey there, Noah. Hey, y'all. Nice to be back. (laughs) That's it? You don't want to say anything else or? Oh, I mean like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I was just joking. I, I meant to like, oh, let's keep going. <laughs> you got to be more clear with the sarcasm. Okay? <laughs> like, all right, keep going. Uh, I'm not sure where we can come back from that. All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me back. I am super excited for this episode. I really think that you guys are going to get a lot more value out of today's episode because last time was really just a lot of background and things like that into me, but we're really getting into the nitty gritty um, in this episode. So y'all last week, we, or two weeks ago, we talked about how when Create and Go got started with SEO, well, I guess even back up before that, we really didn't have an SEO plan. And the reason for that is because we were just doing so well on Pinterest and YouTube that we just didn't really need to pay attention to SEO if we're just being honest. And it's really easy to just let other things go when some things are really, really working for you. But the problem was that kind of came back to bite us in the ass later on. And Noah is going to talk now about the things that we did wrong that really put us off on the wrong foot when we ultimately did start to pay attention to SEO. So Noah, you want to get started with mistake number one? Yeah, absolutely. So mistake number one was really kind of just like you said, create and go wasn't created with SEO in mind. You guys were really doubling down on the things that were already working for y'all. And Pinterest at the time was absolutely killing it. And so you know, you guys were all into those things and kind of letting these other things, like in this case, SEO, uh, fall to the wayside a little bit. And I think that, you know, I'm not sure if you guys at the time, I don't know at what point in your journey you were like, hey, I think we need to start focusing on SEO. But just like you said, it kind of came back to bite you because, yeah, we had to go back and work on a lot of things. And those things could have been done, you know, right the first time. And so it didn't seem like it at the time, I'm sure to you guys, but it was a huge mistake that you didn't focus on SEO at the beginning because the content wasn't really targeted towards just SEO beneficial topics. You know, you guys didn't write about specific keywords that didn't necessarily have a large amount of volume. You know, you guys were writing about words that had like maybe a hundred searches a month. And so I think you guys were kind of just 
creating what you thought your audience needed? Was that kind of the goal at the time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that sounds like it was a good plan, right? <laughs> no, we, yeah. we definitely did, but it was more about focusing on the topics that were just trending on Pinterest at the time, to be honest. And, you know, I don't think that it was the worst strategy. I think that it worked really well for us because Pinterest was flooding our blog with traffic. And, you know, we really felt at the time that we could do no wrong. But it did become apparent that this maybe wasn't the best long-term strategy. And I think that this is why we're talking so much about SEO now, because we realized the great importance to really get continued growth and success for your blog through a traffic source like this, because platforms like Pinterest and Instagram, TikTok, so many of those, they grow and change so much, so drastically. And Google's really the only thing that's been around for a long time. And while there've been big algorithm changes, there haven't been a whole lot of really big changes, right? It's not about stories and all this, you know, viral content. It's more about just, you know, working searchable traffic. And really, we're just looking at what was trending on Pinterest and creating content around that. Some of it was honestly just what looked popular. So it wasn't even really what was, you know, necessary for creating products or selling things. It definitely wasn't super targeted. And I wouldn't say that there was a really set structure or plan to it. I don't think that we thought too much about related keywords, pillar posts, you know, anything like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You were kind of just following the next trend, looking for the next biggest thing on Pinterest and, and YouTube. And so that was definitely uh, mistake number one. And so for everyone listening, you know, you really want to have an SEO strategy from the start. You know, that was the thing that when I eventually shifted into SEO at Create and Go, I was like, you know, what's the plan? And you guys were like, we just want traffic. Like, we don't really know yet. We just, we just want uh, SEO traffic. And so we kind of had to start crafting that strategy then um, and getting more aggressive with it. So, you know, when it comes to making sure that you're starting off on the right foot, you really should go into blogging with the first goal being having a strategy for SEO success. You should be clarifying your niche and most importantly, utilizing a content calendar as soon as you start. That was something that you guys had, but I don't think the focus of the content calendar was SEO. You know, it was focused on the next pin that you needed to create or, you know, whatever article you guys were starting. So definitely the the number one thing that you want to do is have that strategy from the start. Yeah, definitely. Having a content calendar makes you organized, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily have direction. And I think that was the difference there. And yeah, all that makes sense because it's really all about creating content with a purpose, right? And we talk a lot about that at Create and Go, but it's also creating content with a specific direction, I guess. And I can tell you that since we started Avocado, we've created well over 200 articles. I mean, I think it might be closer to 300 at this point. But we've also deleted and redirected a lot of that content over the years because so much of it just honestly wasn't relevant or it was just an attempt at something that just didn't work out. Like some of it was just honestly random and stemmed from, yeah, let's try that. Why not? It's working for this other person. And yeah, obviously you can save yourself a lot of wasted time from the very beginning. Of course, that would be ideal. 
Well, so what else did we screw up, Noah? Let's move on to mistake number two. Yeah, so I'd say the next biggest mistake you guys made is probably that the content wasn't really optimized for multiple keywords and phrases. And luckily, this wasn't just you guys. I think a lot of people who are starting their SEO journey, they kind of have like, uh, what's that tunnel vision? They have a tunnel vision where they're focused on one single keyword. And when they write an article, that's the only keyword that matters. And that was a lot like how you guys created content. And there isn't necessarily, that's not entirely wrong, but when you are focused on SEO, you should be trying to optimize for multiple keywords and multiple phrases in everything that you create. And you guys never really planned out like four or five additional keywords or additional key phrases that you wanted to focus on. And I think that that was a huge problem because a lot of the keywords at Create and Go that are targeted are really competitive. Some of the more competitive keywords out there on the internet. And so by targeting additional, more specific phrases and keywords that are less difficult to rank for, you can bring in traffic to those articles a lot easier. And so it was kind of like you guys' articles were at that all or nothing stage. If you weren't ranking for the one main keyword you were targeting, then you weren't really bringing in a lot of traffic to that article. When nowadays, all of our articles, we try and go after at least four or sometimes even five additional keywords to target. And that brings in traffic to those articles for some of those easier to rank for phrases. Okay. That also makes a lot of sense. And it also feels good, I guess, because when you have this one shot at this one keyword and you just don't make it, you know, it's like very disappointing. So, you know, using those related keywords and phrases and whatnot, that does make a lot of sense. And I know I'm even somewhat guilty of this today, but thankfully, of course, I have people like you to fix it for me, but I do tend to have a singular focus when it comes to writing an article you know, like targeting this one particular keyword or phrase and not remembering or caring to tie it into related keywords. And I'd imagine that a lot of people are guilty of this, of just thinking about this one reason that you're creating this article and just writing and then just putting it out there and not really thinking about the impacts of the SEO and how you can use these related keywords and phrases and whatnot to really boost the reach of this one piece of content. And yeah, just, you know, not thinking about how much this article relates to other articles, how they tie in together, how they relate to each other, making sure that both your audience and Google know that this content is tied together. Uh, right. So that does make a lot of sense. So how do we fix this? So this is definitely one of those things that I remember going back and fixing it was a lot more difficult. So when it comes to updating your content, um, it's just going to take some work. You're, you're honestly going to have to rewrite a lot of portions of articles and things like that. But it is really, really easy to do whenever you're writing a new piece or writing a new article or just starting your blog. So you really want to go into it with a focus of not being afraid to go after those small wins. So when you have your content calendar, you know, say you're targeting a big keyword, that's good. You want to be ambitious and you want to go after that big keyword, but you also want to set yourself up for a chance of success for ranking for those other smaller key terms. 
So whenever planning an article out, when I'm at work, I try and make sure to, of course, have that main focus keyword. Uh, say, for example, we were using like yoga for women for avocado. That would be a main focus keyword for a very large piece of content. And that specific keyword is pretty difficult to rank for. It'd be one of the more competitive uh, yoga terms. So to make sure that we have a chance of bringing in traffic for uh, additional keywords, we could use things like yoga for women with back pain. And by including that in your article, you can actually bring in searches for that and improve your article's ranking for yoga for women overall. And so it kind of, it works in a way that by getting those small victories, you're more likely to rank for that big keyword that you wanted to rank for in general. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I like this point too, because I think it's also a really great reminder to write content that relates to what you're selling. For example, we sell yoga program and sure it's about, you know, that general keyword of yoga for women. That's very hard to go after because it's very competitive, but that's also not the keyword or the phrase that sells this product. Talking specifically about back pain, flexibility, anxiety, and all these other problem areas, that's what this program focuses on and provides solutions for. And really, this is getting into creating what we call sales-centered content. And we talk a lot more about this in our six-figure blogger course, because this is where we teach our students about how to create their own products and how to sell them. But anyway, I think that's great because it's really, I guess it's a bit more like going after medium and long tail keywords, sort of, right? No, you're absolutely right. These are definitely more user intent or buyer intent specific key phrases. They're usually like, you know, say if you were hiking, you know, hiking would be a a one general big term, but um, hiking backpacks would be a much more specific key term. So they're usually more specific. And like you said, they usually stand to to convert better, make you more money, make you more affiliate sales. They're usually the content that answer people's questions or solve a particular problem versus that overarching key phrase. Yeah. Okay. So it's more like using these particular keywords, but also doing so with a solid plan for what that content is going to do for you. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, where are we at with mistake number three? So mistake number three, everyone says this and it kind of makes me laugh, but it definitely is one of those things that, you know, you just, it doesn't just happen when you're a kid, you know, there's many cases in life where you're like, I just didn't know any better. (laughs) You know, it sounds like a cheap, like way to get out of trouble or like, you know, just a good excuse, but Kringo really was a classic case of you know, you guys just didn't know any better. You didn't know that it would be difficult to go back and focus on SEO or to go and optimize for SEO. So this is kind of like a blanket uh, mistake that really covers the remainder of the issues that you guys had. And that is just that, you know, lack of education in SEO. You guys, you know, the website categories needed work, the internal linking needed to be changed. Uh, We had to move the course links to a new domain. We had to get a new coded website to speed it up, uh, update articles and audit, just all kinds of things that you guys just 
didn't know to work on from the beginning. And so I don't necessarily think that, you know, every person should know SEO like the back of their hand, but I think that knowing all of the basics is really important. And I think you guys just didn't have all the basics uh, mastered yet. Nice. You're saying it's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Typical scapegoating, you know, (laughs) you just didn't know any better and who can blame you? All right. All right. We'll run with that. It it wasn't my fault. I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) No. Well, that also makes sense because again, as I've already pretty much said, been very honest, we chose to ignore SEO. It definitely was a conscious decision. And we didn't think that there were going to be these kinds of repercussions. It was always like, oh yeah, we'll just pick that up later when we have more time or money to focus on it. Right. And I think that a lot of people probably have that same mentality of like, oh, it's not going anywhere. And that's really the whole point of this episode is we're trying to explain that we had that mentality and it did come back to bite us in the ass, as I said. And I don't think it's necessarily the best strategy to just completely ignore it. This also doesn't mean that you have to go crazy with it, you know, but definitely pay more attention to it. And I get it because it's easy to ignore these things, not to prioritize them when there's just so many other things that are going well in your business. Cause it's like, oh yeah, there's time for that later. Right. And that's right. where we were. I mean, so many things were working that we were able to ignore other parts in our business and things like site structure and site speed. We knew that they mattered, but things were just going really well at the time. And, you know, there was just, again, time for that later. Anyway, it's about doing it right from the beginning, right? And that makes it much easier to manage along the way, right, Noah? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think the main thing is to just try and avoid being that person that just didn't know any better. You know, you want to educate yourself about SEO because in relation to blogging, it is one of, if not the most important traffic knowledge you can get. And so when it comes to to making sure that you avoid that mistake and making those same mistakes... It it really is just about the fact that knowledge is power. You want to make sure that you're avoiding that pitfall of trial and error and just, oh, let me experiment and try this. I mean, you should experiment, but you should have a strong base, a strong idea of the basics of SEO. And, you know, you want to realize what possible mistakes can be made before you make them. So, you know, that you you don't screw up. Um, My dad always said when I was young, it it was one of those things that when he would try and teach me something, I would always try and like do it before he finished teaching me. And he'd always be like, no, wait till I finish teaching you because I want you to do it right the first time. And this is just one of those things. You know, I don't really suggest anyone go into blogging without those basic understandings. And it's it doesn't really matter where you choose to learn them from, whether it's a free course, free YouTube videos, um, one of our courses at Create and Go, uh, no matter what, you should make an effort to master the basics of SEO. And knowing those things, you're going to position your blog for the best chances of success and avoid a lot of those pitfalls that we had to go back and fix at Create and Go. Yeah. You know, I think it's important to point out here too, that this is still a learning process for us too, y'all. Maybe we don't feel the daily pressure or the daily changes in all the algorithms and all this stuff as much as we did in the beginning, 
but we definitely feel them still on a month to month basis and especially on a quarterly basis. And really we're just being transparent with you about our SEO failures and successes that you don't make those same mistakes that we did. And we did create an SEO course that our students have the right knowledge that they need from the very beginning. So if you are interested, the link to our SEO course is going to be in the show notes, or you can always find it with the rest of our courses on createandgo.com. And yeah, I really enjoyed this episode and I hope that y'all did too. This definitely won't be the last time that Noah is on the channel because we're going to continue to be talking about SEO and building your strategies and everything else under the SEO sun. So thank you so much, Noah, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate uh, you asking me to be on here. And to everyone listening, I really, really, really hope that you guys learned some important lessons from the mistakes that that we've made. And I hope that you take those to heart and make it or make a solid effort to to avoid those same mistakes. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Launch Your Blog Biz podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share the love by leaving us a review if you loved this episode. And if you want to learn more about how you can launch and grow your own blogging business, make sure to check out our website at createandgo.com.